Welcome to the Bonnie Barnes Show. In this podcast, patient wife, boy mama, and star on the rise will give you a glimpse into her glamorous and chaotic world. Saddle up and hold on tight. Here's your host, Bonnie Barnes. Welcome to episode one of the infamous, thrilling, exciting Bonnie Barnes Show podcast. I have my executive assistant with me today, Lauren. Lauren, say hi to the folks at home, honey. Hi, everyone. Lauren's not thrilled to be doing this. She thinks this is not, she thinks this is above her pay grade, I think. But nevertheless, she's here. I told her she's on salary. And when you're on salary, that means, you know, if I need you, I need you. If I call you on Sunday night at one in the morning, you know, you're getting paid at one in the morning. So you got to be there. Um, Lauren and I, how long have we known each other? About a little over a year. A little over a year, yeah. And when I met Lauren, she was so thin. She was living out in LA, um, working on a show that I, you know, I, I visited the set on and I thought, this girl needs me. She needs my help. So we've had a good year, don't you think? Yeah, it's been fun. I wanted to ask you, what do you think of that intro? You know, when you know, did you hear that? that I sent it to you. I see you I on did. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened with that. So for y'all at home, when you hear that intro, you know, welcome to the Bonnie Barnes show. Here's what happened. My husband, John, bless his heart. He was like, I really want to be part of this with you, Bonnie. I want to do this. And I said, mm, I'm not so sure about that. And he said, why don't you let me be your intro recorder? You know, I've always wanted to be an actor. And I thought, mm, I don't know that he has the charisma. I don't know that he has the stage presence to do something like that. But I said, give me till Monday. I said, let me think about it. Um, Because he was just so bright eyed, you know, talking about Lauren, sometimes how you get when you talk about things, anime and stuff like that. He was so bright eyed. And I said, bless your heart. Let me think about it. Well, did I tell you what happened with Caleb yesterday? No. Okay. You know, Caleb's in home ec. Mm Mm-hmm. He loves home ec. It's about his favorite thing in the world. And John's like, he shouldn't be in home ec. He should be in gym right now. I said, Caleb learning to sew. Do you know who else sews? People in the military. So he might not be sewing a tent because I think that's what they do. They they learn to sew tents and body bags and stuff. I said, what's the difference between a Lady Gaga replica dress from her Vegas, whatever, residency, which I should have. It's ridiculous. and, And a tent. It could become a tent. So I just said, let it go. Anyway, he called me yesterday morning. He said, Mama, I forgot my flannel. And I thought, flannel for a dress? I don't know about that. But I love my kids so much. I love Caleb. He's an eighth grader. You know, he's becoming older. So I do things for him. I take him lunch. Like, what would you say? Like three times a week? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I send you if you're in town. Because I'm down south. Lauren's in LA. So if she's in town, I'll say, you know, I'll be like, it's a Lauren week, you know, and, and they'll be like, they call her. They're like, I want Panera Monday. I want McDonald's Tuesday. And that's part of her job. She takes some lunch. But when she's not here, I, I go in. So I took him the roll of flannel. I took him to McDonald's nug, nuggets. And um, and I go in there and, and the uh, the office lady, Jen, she is hysterical. We cut up. And sometimes we'll just get into these long conversations. I'll be like, Jen, have you ever thought about getting rid of those bangs? You know, and we'll talk about life. And and I saw. My friend Gus. I've told you about Gus. Mm-mm. You met did, when you got in the school. Do you talk to Gus? I I don't think I know Gus. 
well, you probably ignore Gus because Gus is a worker at this. What's the see? Lauren's very helpful for me because she's kind of alternative and she's very Gen Z uh, and she knows the right terms for things. He's a worker, but you don't call him workers. What do you call him? What is Gus? What does he do? He cleans. He mops. He's a school custodian, maybe? Yes, he's a janitor. And he is hysterical. I'd say he's about four foot 11, totally bald, said he's always like, well, I've been bald all my life. You know, he's missing a front tooth on the bottom. So I always joke like, you know, I'm going to come throw a nickel in, in between your teeth. You know, we just have so much fun together. We cut up. I'll be like, hey, toothless. And he's like, hey, gorgeous. You know, and I thought, Gus, how would you like to make $50? I thought, you know, I'm all about helping people just like I helped you. And I said, who needs this more? You know, if I have Gus do this intro. And he gets $50. He can go to Cabela's. He can go to Home Depot. He can go. He can do whatever he wants. He's a king. And my husband, he doesn't need $50. And he doesn't need to be involved. We don't, you know, he's such a headache when he gets involved in things. And so Gus said, oh, hell yeah. You know, I'm in. And so he came to the house yesterday. And uh, sometimes we'll go get DQ in the afternoon. We just do fun things together. We just have a blast together. It's kind of like a big brother, big sister program. And, uh, but he he's like 68, I'd say. So he recorded the intro. But now when I listen back, I'm going, it sounds like he has one of those. What is that thing when someone has a hole in their neck? And they, oh, no, 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 I did. Do you know what I'm talking about? A ventilator? Yeah. Ventricle, something, something. And I'm saying, that's not so sexy. You know, that intro is not so sexy. So I don't know. We can look into it. Yeah, we'll look into it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll re-record it. Maybe I'll record my own intro, but then I'd have to tell Gus because I'm sure he's going to listen to every single episode, top and bottom. And you know who won't? Yeah. It's nice to get a little variety. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, I'm going to tell you something. You sent me this rundown for this episode. I can't read your handwriting. I'm going to put my glasses on and try to see if I can read it. But I mean, I'm looking at it. It's like, Serial killer, Ted Bundy, chicken scratch. Like, I want to cut your head off, Bonnie, is what it might as well say. So, how I can't read it, so I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Well, I mean, you you don't read my emails, so you asked me to. I asked you to write it out and scan it to you. Handwrite it. Handwrite it on the paper I sent you and then scan Mm -hmm. it. But you got to work on your penmanship. You got to be able to, to write in cursive. That's the feminine thing. You know, you, you have to be able to write a beautiful thank you note. You know, you, there's probably cursive. You, there's been 10 opportunities for you to send me a thank you note and you've not done that. So anyway, whatever, you know, my maybe email doesn't can, work. Maybe we can go back to email. That maybe. might be easier. Maybe all my emails come back and they say mail or demon. Like there's a demon. No, I'm not getting the email. Whatever. Who cares? I have another bone to pick with you. It's not just that one. It's not just about the email. Do you know what I'm going to bring up to you? Okay. The last time I'm going to tell the listeners at home, they can weigh in on this. They can send an email and tell me what they think. The last time I was in Los Angeles and Lauren was there, it was getting later in the day. It was like six o'clock. My friend Rob, who's a super famous manager um, out in LA, he said, Bonnie, let's go to the pole lounge. Let's have a drink. 
I said, hell yeah. But Lauren's standing there and she heard me. So I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I got to invite this, you know, misfit toy. Anyway, Lauren comes with us. We end up having the best time, didn't we? Sure. We had so much fun. I mean, we were cracking up. And then at the end of the night, this was probably a month ago, Rob said, you know, I'm kind of interested in Lauren. Like, she's kind of doing something for me. And I said, well, she's going to be thrilled to hear that. Lauren has a partner. She's in a relationship. But she doesn't get that when you're not married yet, you can't settle down in one way or the other. In one direction, one relationship. Until you have a ring on your finger, you're fair game. So I told Rob, yep, go ahead, ask her out. Gave her her number, her Zoom, her email, all that stuff. And you're not getting back to him. So I'm wondering what the problem is. I Rob's, told you not to do that. I specifically asked you not to give him all of my information. Here's the thing. I know you're afraid. I know you're thinking, he's going to take me to Mastro's. He's going to take me, you know, wherever he's going to take me and I'm going to have to pay. When you're going out with a man, you don't have to pay, girl. You're on. This is the other side of the fence where you're eating for free. And then I thought, maybe she's nervous. You know, Rob's intimidating. He's like super handsome, super charismatic. You can have a drink. Say, I want a Casamigos on the rocks, please, you know, to get through it. Um, I think you think you know what you want. And I think, number one, being professional, you should go out with Rob because he's a friend of mine. And you work for me. It makes me look bad. And number two, you never know. You never know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I'll think about it. Um, right. But maybe we should go back to the rundown. And I can tell you what I wrote um, since it was a little sloppy for you there. And I'm Yeah, super that. sloppy, super unprofessional. So let's have you redeem yourself and go ahead and produce the rest of this shit. Right. Right. Great. Right. So you had a story to tell about somewhere you went called the seven layers of hell. <sighs> tell the story of what happened. The worst. Lauren, have I told you the entire story or just bits and pieces? Just bits, bits and pieces. Okay. I have a friend. Now, my son, my older son, Jacob, he's a sophomore in high school, and he plays on the varsity uh, football team. Obviously, it's football season. And he has one coach whose name's Tyler. And Tyler is, how would you describe Tyler? Gorgeous, hilarious, fun as hell. Just he's like a dreamboat, basically. But he's a kid. You know, I'd say he's probably like 26, 27. What would you say? I think, yeah, I think he's late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, he's just a great young guy. And he's super involved with the football program. So when I met Tyler, I thought, well, I better get super involved because, you know, we we there has to be a lot of inspirational adults around these kids. And Tyler's an inspiration and I'm an inspiration. So I thought, oh, I'm going to get involved, you know, with the school, with the football team this year, blah, 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 blah. He says, Miss Bonnie, there is a, there's an event um, for, it's a fundraiser for the football team. It's called the seven layer event. And I thought, how fun. It's like a seven layer dip party, like a tailgate party, you know, on a Saturday. My husband said, oh, that sounds fun. I said, well, it's for moms, you know, it's, it's not for dads. And he thought that was weird, but it is what it is. I, I didn't want him cramping my style. I didn't want him coming in. You know, I'm sure Tyler wouldn't like John and you know, period. So I bring my friend, Trisha. Now, Lauren knows Trisha. Trisha's, you know, Trisha is, how would you describe it? She's sweet, 
Yeah, she's really nice. She's and genuine. Simple. Loving. Slow. Easy. You know, she's just a great girl to have around. So she comes with me. Well, the first snafu is that we're walking through this. We get to kind of an unmarked location, like in the country. I'm thinking this feels a little off. But, you know, we have our dip. We made a seven-layer dip. So I have Trisha, who's, you know, about 5'5", five, five, carrying this huge dip. And we have to walk through this field because we're in the middle of nowhere. And we both have these super high heels on because that's how we roll. That's how we, how we dress. And every step, the heels going in the mud, heels going in the mud. And, and, and you know, Trisha's getting emotional because she's carrying this huge dip. She's spilling it all over herself. It's a complete nightmare. We get to the building, right? And I'm thinking, this doesn't really look like the place for a party. You know, I'm, I'm expecting people in costumes, you know, fun music, P. Diddy music, stuff like that. It's just an empty building. And we pull the door open and it's completely pitch black. And then the door slams behind us. And it's one of those horrible torture chamber haunted houses. Well, Trish immediately, she goes into hysterics. And I'm like, uh, uh, we got to go. You know, I'm pounding on the door. Let me out of here. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to call my lawyer, Rob. And they're like, you know, you can't leave all this stuff. So I'm like, how bad can this be? We just have to get through it, get to the end. It's going okay, going okay, going okay. The lights go out. Trish is, ah, ah, you know, I hear her screaming. And then it, then it stops and the lights come back on and she's gone. So I'm like, oh my God. So I kind of keep going on my own because I'm thinking, I can't worry about you all the time. I have to take care of myself too. And I was fine until we got to the room with the dolls. It was a it was a closet full of dolls. And I really have what's called a phobia, PMDD or P- PTSD. Is that what it is, Lauren? Post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, about dolls. So I sort of passed out. I sort of lost consciousness there. And then when I woke up, Tyler was there. And he was comforting me and he was like, it's okay, Miss Bonnie, you know, you're so beautiful. You're so, you're going to be okay. And that made me feel better. Now, is this before or after you saw Jacob stumbling around drinking? Didn't you find him drunk? I told you that in confidence. And I'm not happy with you saying that on air. And I'm, this made me think I shouldn't trust you. And and he was not drunk. So what actually happened to him is what happened to me. The last time we tried to record this podcast, he had too much CBD, which is doctor prescribed for his knee. And that's what he told me. You know, he said he was not inebriated and he's never had a drink in his life. So I resent you bring that up um, on the air. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk about it later. We'll get, we'll get into it more later. Um, have I ever told you why I'm so afraid of dolls? No, I'd love to hear about it though. Why don't you tell everyone? Okay. When I was a child, my mother was very, she knew I was a little star. She knew I had the energy and the capacity to make it all the way. So she was very uh, strict with me. So when I would mess up dance step or one time I had a routine where it was a gymnastics routine and I fell and I, I smashed my little head on the stage and my two front teeth came out. It was so horrifying, Lauren. It was, 
you know, but I had messed up the routine. Whether I got hurt or not, I messed up. And it was an embarrassment for my mother. And so I came home that day. And this was the first time this happened. One of the dolls, the legs was off. Like she had taken a leg off the doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, you know, you say, uh, you know, but that was her way to discipline. You know, it was like, you're going to lose. You're going to lose a little friend here if you can't get it together. So that started happening more in elementary school. Like I would come home and she'd be like, Hey, Bonnie, why don't you go take a bath, girl? You're kind of stinky, girl. You know, and I'd go up to take a bath and like I'd have an American girl doll in the tub with no legs and a little note that says you're you know, something like you're bad or, you you know, you're bothering me or something like that. So it was her way of parenting. You know, some some parents spank, some parents do what's gentle parenting or whatever that is. I've never been able to relate to that day in my life. That's how you get, you know, serial killers and school shooters is you you gentle parent, whatever that means. So it was just her way of parenting, but it did stick with me. And I do have a major fear of dolls because of that. Ever, so have you ever talked to anyone about that? It seems pretty intense. I talked to John about it. I talked to um, myself about it mostly. And I say, get over it. When I talk to myself, when I'll go, oh, you know, I want to talk about the dolls. I'll say to myself, shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. Get back to your treadmill. Anyway, so that's fine. Then that gets me through it. So anyway, long story <laughs> short, we're in this haunted house. Tyler's comforting me because he's just such a darling. And then I finally find Trisha and what's happening, y'all. It was so sad. All these crazy clowns, like these men dress up as clowns, were shoving her like a hot potato in a mosh pit. Oh, Shoving her around, hitting her head, you know, <laughs> the whole thing. Knocking her on her ass. Did you, did you help her? I will not lie to you. I watched for a minute because I thought, oh, I will never see this. Thing. <laughs> that sounds pretty By funny. the time I got to her, I said, you know, <laughs> you losers, you sad sacks who live in your parents' basement who had to make, you know, $70 to come dress up and terrorize this sweet, special, slow girl. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself. By the time we got out now. I shouldn't say this on air because she explicitly asked me not to, but she had Esther pants, but not like a little bit. Like she totally, it was so mortifying. I mean, I was just like, and I said to her, I said, you're bad for that. And she was crying and all this stuff. So I finally got her home. It was overall not what we expected. We kind of thought it was going to be this sexy night with Tyler and um, just meaning like football Friday night kind of party. And it really wasn't. It was really the opposite. And I was disappointed by that for sure. Anyways. um, Yeah. Thanks for sharing that story. Do you want to talk about what you want to get out of the podcast? Maybe a little. What podcast? The one I like to listen to the Trisha Yearwood one. Bonnie. This one, the one we're doing. What do I want to get out of this podcast? Well, here's the thing. I have been pursuing the entertainment industry since I was four years old. You know, attribute my lack of momentum to poor agents and managers at this point in my life. You know, I'm 39 years old. Um, and I've had a lot of achievements. You know, I've done a lot of things. I was a professional cheerleader. I was, you know, um, I did you know, some very, very successful pageants, um, things like that. But 
I got new representation down south uh, two months ago. And they said, you know, Bonnie, you are just so full of life. You are so full of energy. We've we've heard you talk to people and interview people. Um, you should have a podcast. And I said, like I kind of said on my trailer episode, I don't have a ton of time for a podcast. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you see my schedule. It's slammed, slammed right now. I have two sons. I have a husband, I have a house, I have my maid, Tanya, who's a complete effing nightmare, who needs a lot of hand-holding, and I mean a lot. You like Tanya? What do you like about Tanya? Tanya's mean as a snake to me. You would like Tanya because Tanya's more like you, if you know what I mean. All right. Tanya's a lot to handle, and then Trisha, my best friend, you know, she needs a lot of help. She just does. Like, she'll call me and she'll be like, can you, do you think you could come to the store with me? Because sometimes I just get overwhelmed at the store. I get overwhelmed at Costco and I need you to come with me. And I think, at what point do I get paid for this? At what point do I call Jerry and say, if I'm going to be doing all this stuff with her, I need some kind of stipend. I, sure, <laughs> do I like to see her for fun stuff? Yeah. But I don't want to take care of her entire life. Isn't this a cute mug? What's it say? It says, strong as a mother. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Do you think that you would ever want to have children? Maybe someday. Do you think you would you want to carry them or how would you want to go about that? Um, maybe. I haven't really decided yet. Maybe that's something you could talk to Rob about. Oh. I don't think I don't I think, think you I and Rob know. would have gorgeous kids. I think it'd be like, whoa. I don't think I don't really think you should keep pushing that on that. Okay, well, I think I'm the employer and you're the employee, and I will bring up what I want to bring up when I want to bring it up. Anyway, back to my podcast. Um, I give incredible advice. You know, my friends are always calling me going, Bonnie, you know, I have this problem. I can't lose weight. Um, you know, my husband's cheating on me, the whole thing. And I always give them great advice. I love to entertain. I love to make jokes. You know, I love to make jokes. I really like to make jokes at other people's expense. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Like, what is something that I do that you think is very funny? Like, when I come to your house, I'll give an example. When I was in Los Angeles that time we hung out with Rob, I came to your house. And what I like to do is like, because LA's really dangerous right now. He's always been really dangerous. But I'll go to Lauren's house at like 4 a.m. Because I'll be out partying and she's, you know she's a Lauren likes to act like she's a teetotaler like she's never doing anything bad but I know she has her secret life um and I'll go and I'll just bang 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 on the door at like 4 a.m and I'll be like help 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 you know and she's like oh my god you know runs the door and then she sees it's me and she's one time she got so mad she cried and I thought girl you gotta get a thicker skin out here you know grow up so I like to play practical jokes like that I like to have fun I want to um, share my testimony with people. You know, I've been married for 22 years. I have these two sons, Caleb and Jacob, my husband, John, and just kind of how I run my house and how I run my family and, you know, the kind of mother I try to be. And it takes a strong woman to run a home like this. I mean, right now I'm in my foyer and because it has the best acoustics and, you know, it's a lot of work. You can see, do you see that left staircase? Mm -hmm. You know what Tanya did the other day? What? 
she waxed the floor. She said, just so you know, Thursday morning, I'm waxing the floors. I said, not my problem. You know, that's your job, not mine. That's why you're here, girl. And but I totally forgot. So was wearing these new, they're these Louboutin, the kind of a chunky heel, but they kind of have big gold on the back. Slip. When I tell you I slipped, I thought I broke my back, slipped down those stairs. And I said, Tanya, you know, I was like, I was like, you are cruising for a bruising girl. Like, because she should have, yes, she told me she was waxing the floor. <laughs> but I think that something like that would require a major email, major notification, major, you know, basically do the Amber Alert. Floors are whack. I mean, do you see how slippery that would be? It shocked me to my core. Almost sued her. I thought about it. I thought oh, you might need you might need to be taught a lesson. Here's the thing. I don't have a lot of time for this. And I really, you know, you really had to talk me into doing this because I thought I feel like these podcasts are for people that are a little bit mm, down on their luck. Like when someone tells me, oh, I'm starting a podcast, I think, oh, why? You know, because I think nobody's going to listen to it, honey. You know, people will listen to this because they're there's a lot of energy behind this. There's a lot of passion and fire and they're thinking, what is that girl up to? You know, they want a peek into my life. They want a peek behind the, you know, sparkly curtain. They want to see how things are going. They want to know what's going on with me and John. Um, but like if you said to me, Bonnie, I'm going to do podcasts. I'm going to talk about how much I love plants or whatever it is. I'd go, mm, are you sure? You know, is that really worth it to put that much work into like, you know, 10 to 12 listeners talking about, then I'll take this plant from this pot and put it in that pot. Sometimes Lauren's a lot like Forrest Gump. Like she will be telling me stories. She'll call me and she'll kind of go on a tangent. It's kind of unprofessional to be honest. And she'll start talking about plants or, you know, the cat or whatever it is. And um, I just think, so it's like that. If Lauren said, I'm going to do a podcast, I would say that's how, that's what I would think of most podcasts. But this, I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to be really fun. So do we have an email people can write in? Did you do that? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. You get that done? Well, that is a point for you. That is a gold (laughs) star and a brownie point for you that you got that email done. I'm proud of you, girl. See, a big thing I've learned with sons, and I'm learning with Lauren too, is you have to give people positive reinforcement. When they do a good job, you have to say, I think you are cool. And awesome. And I think you rock. You know, so I try to do that with Lauren. But so we have an email. What is it again? The Bonnie Barn Show at gmail.com. Bonnie Barn Show at gmail.com. Um, I want you to write in to me. I want you to tell me um, how you're feeling about the show. If you have any questions, you know, we're going to have a hotline. And that's really the hotline is the email. So you can email me and say, you know, Bonnie, I'm worried about, you know, my teeth and getting braces or whatever you're concerned about at the moment. And I'll probably say you need the braces or whatever we're talking about. Um <laughs> I'm hoping to have my friend Trisha on. Um, I'm hoping she, you know, she has horrible stage fright. So she said many times she doesn't want to do it. Um, but I might make it, like I said, not an option to say no. Um, so write to us and let us know how you're feeling about all this and how excited you are. Don't you think? Uh-huh. So tomorrow, what's tomorrow, Friday? I need you on the phone at 5 a.m. my time. That means your time. Correct. Okay. That's 
5 a.m. That's your time too. Mountain time. No. No, there's a three hour time difference for me and you. It's fine. I, I Do you hear up. this? She's paid pretty well. And she's salaried. And she's sitting here going on air. She's going, Oh, that's too early for me. Oh, I'm not gonna make him. I've smoked my bong and listened to, you know, nine inch nails. So Bonnie Mom. 5 a.m. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. It's a big day for me. Okay. That's a big day for you. The more money I make, you know, the more benefits I can give you. You can get dental. All right. She's very low energy day. I'm sorry about that. Everybody will talk to you soon. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Bonnie hopes you've enjoyed your precious time with her today. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email the Bonnie Barnes Show at gmail.com. Address all inquiries to Bonnie's assistant, Lauren. This Bonnie doesn't have time to be chatting with y'all off air. Come back soon now. You hear?